Hi there, and welcome into episode 23 of Small Talk. I'm your host, Michelle Smallman. Apologies that we missed last week. We didn't have a pod because Tommy Freezepops is in St. Louis. He was, you know, moving in, getting settled. We had to iron out some things schedule-wise, but we put together a really, really good plan moving forward. We're going to have some special guests joining us as the weeks unfold. So we might have had to miss a week, but it was all for you. It's for the greater good of the pod. Let's get things rolling. We're going to get the post-show pod squad back together. And Saruti, we have you on the line. What's up? What's up, fam? And Steve, I mean, it's we've already done one of these podcast recordings with Tom here in studio with me, and it's still weird. It's weird to have him here. It's weird to have him in the studio. It's weird to have him in St. Louis. I was going to say, you're day three, right? This is the third day Tom's been on the job. Yeah, official producer of the Bernie Meckler Show with Michelle Smallman, day three. Are you ready to kill him yet? <laughs> it's so funny you phrase it that way because I was texting yesterday with someone uh, that we all mutually know that, uh, from our time in Bristol and said, yeah, yeah. Freeze Pops is uh, officially my producer now here in St. Louis. How many days over under you think until I want to kill him? <laughs> <laughs> See, that's so unfair. Unbelievable. Why? What, what did you say is the answer? I think that we just uh, avoided having a concrete number. And yeah. I think the follow-up question was, Wow, so that really happened, huh? <laughs> wow. Are, are you having buyer's remorse here, Michelle? Should I he- should I head back east? Like, oh my God. Okay, day three, or, I'm already day three, though. heat. A day three, like what What has been Tom's biggest impact three days into this experience? Oh my God, wow, we're Steve, really going to do this. He's really just upended my morning routine, let me tell oh. you. He's, oh no. He's kicked me out of my corner that I always sit in, my yes. comfortable corner. He every day tries Shaking to take, it up. take my chair. He wants us to have a morning, okay, okay. A morning meeting. Oh you know, I'm really tired in the morning. I'm not trying to chat it up with everybody. He's just really come in and, and laid his stamp down. <laughs> I love okay. the morning meeting. Love all right, it. first of all, I don't take your chair, I sit in the chair that's in the Spot. I don't care about the chair, and I can tell you don't. You know that I don't steal your chair. I didn't know that was a thing until right now. Honestly, just steal your chair. Don't give me give me so a break. So basically, on that. he's just thrown off the whole vibe of Michelle's morning. Oh my 100%. god! Sorry, I'm okay. trying to make yep. a, a a good radio show here. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to be in a bad mood the rest of this podcast. No, you know, he's Belichick, Steve. He's the one that comes in and he's like, it's my way or the highway and fall in line and you're going to have success. And you've just you've just given him autonomy to do whatever he wants. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's big of you. I I know because, you know, I'm very particular. Uh, You know, being someone that was a producer for a really long time that is then transitioning to a host role is good in a lot of ways. But it's also really bad because you're used to controlling everything. So for me to relinquish control to Tom has been difficult, but I trust him. And so I've done it. I just want to throw this in really quick because Michelle Obviously, I worked with her as my leader in Bristol on two different shows. That's and questionable. <laughs> she was my leader, leader. Uh, whether I liked it or not. Uh, and so I do respect her opinion, obviously, on on show stuff. Like there was a thing today where I was, we had to move some stuff around, and she was like, "Oh, why would you put that there? You need to put this here and here." And she just drew, drew like quick little arrow, boom, boom, boom. And I was like, "Oh yeah, that, that duh." So like. I'm very amenable. You know, that I'm a very easygoing guy. So I don't want to hear that Belichick BS, okay? Yeah, I'm actually sort of surprised yeah, about that. Because that, that, Tom doesn't come in, strike me as the kind of guy who's barking orders. Right. No, Tom's the, no. Tom's, the, Tom's the fun energy guy. So when totally. you say he wanted to do a meeting, I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But what I, I don't see Tom as like a guy who's going to just like flip this thing on its head and try to change everything. <laughs> our, oh, no. Our meeting is not, like, if you're thinking meeting, it's not like what we used to totally. do in Bristol. It's like, 
Uh, What's tough with a morning six minute chat oh my God. In, the, in the in the room? I, I think she's just giving me a hard time. But I, oh, yeah, I think I think Bernie's happy. I don't oh, know. for sure, he's very happy. No, I only use the Belichick reference because I thought Tom would like it as a Pats guy. <laughs> Basically, saying that if we trust him and we go along with his line of thinking, that we're going to see unlimited success. That's oh, where man. I was going with that. It was a compliment to you, Tom. <laughs> But hey, sound that sounds great. I mean, okay, I'm excited. I got I actually got to start listening to the show. I'll listen to the pod a little bit just to see what's up. Like how have you ingratiated yourself with St. Louis, Tom? Like do you feel like you're out of your element talking about a city that you don't necessarily know yet? Like how does this work? Cuz I would that that would be the most intimidating thing to me is like Michelle and Bernie have been in the city and know what's going on forever and you're coming in being like, "What's up?" I'm from Boston. <laughs> so I'm not really <laughs> throwing I'm not throwing around like St. Louis hot takes to be completely honest. Most of the segments I'm involved in are more of the fun, lighthearted segments kind of like hot dog sandwich. Y- or yeah, not. exactly. Oh, yeah. You know, like when we did uh, you know, over under properly rated, like that type of segment, but on this on this level in St. Louis. Um, you know, I'll do some of the national story stuff. You know, it's it's not like, hey, here's here's my take on who the Cardinals should, uh, you know, have as their utility infielder next season. Like, that's not me yet. It will be. You guys should, you you guys should do like be. an angry Boston guy minute and have Tom just rant about something. That's a great idea. Uh, Steve, can I tell you Tom's big feature that he came up with that he uh, yes, de- deployed today on the oh, show? God. <laughs> Brace yourself, Steve. It's called Yes or No. Yes. <laughs> Listen, we're not trying to reinvent the wheel here. Like, it, Keep it it's, simple, it's a, seg- stupid. it's a segment that works. Everybody gets it. You don't have to explain it. Yes or no. I get it. Easy. You know, we do all these things like like it or hike it or whatever we're doing. Totally. It's like, no, it's yes or no. Yes Essentially, or no, it's just man. yes or no. That's it. It's great. It was really fun. Why are we beating around the bush? What were, what were some of the questions? Oh, okay. Uh, my favorite was yes or no. Now that um, the game is not being played in Mexico City, the Rams-Chiefs game, would you think it would be a good idea if they were trying to, you know, mend the bridge with St. Louis? And they said, hey, air quality in L.A. is bad. Why don't we just have this game in St. Louis in Missouri? That's a great question. Like one week, come back to St. Louis. Michelle, hard no. Bernie, yes. But he was like, oh, then they could riot. It would be great. Yeah, Michelle is way too bitter. And actually, honestly, I don't know if we want to do it on this podcast or another podcast, but we have a lot of St. Louis things to talk about as far as the Rams. What? Because um, I don't know if you saw Andrew Whitworth's comments. I Well, which ones? He's been talking every five seconds. How much <laughs> he loves Stan Kroenke? Yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> he's just sucking I up I immediately thought of you. Yeah, but guess why he's saying that? Maybe he likes him because that's the guy writing his checks. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. I just think it's interesting, you know, people are coming around on, on your boy Stan. Now, for those of you that don't know, most of you probably do. This is the guy, this is obviously the owner of the, the L.A. Rams now and Arsenal, who Michelle confronted at the Barstool party at a Super Bowl a couple years ago. Um, which is the single most awesome thing I've ever witnessed live. <laughs> and um, I don't know, I'm just saying, like, you know, Pete, things are things are looking up for the Rams. I'm like, I don't know. You know, okay, Steve, thank you for doing this primer because what <laughs> we're going to do uh, coming up here on the pod is we're going to do cool, no one cares, power rankings. I think it's 3.0. This would be the third, yes. 3.0, but it's a special holiday edition. You know, Thanksgiving is next week, and we're really annoyed by a lot of the, the little nuances of the holidays. So we're going to get really grumpy and crabby <laughs> and tell you it sucks. Uh, but before before we get into that, two things. Steve, you brought up the confrontation with Stan Kroenke that we had, and yes. I am so glad that you were there to witness that because not only did you take a photo, so I have photographic evidence. With the flash on. With the flash on, no less, uh, that Les Snead did not really love, but I don't know if anyone would ever believe the way that story went down and and that I did that had you not been there to be my primary witness. Yeah, I was honestly so hyped for like a day. I was just like <laughs> ready to fight. Well, first I got scared and ran away. Uh, and I found Gold Jr. and Rosillo, 
And then I was like, oh, my God, that just happened. That was so awesome. Well, actually, we came back up, and you were still talking to Stan. Yeah, we talked um, for a long time. I know. You guys had a long, lengthy chat. Uh, mm-hmm. But, yes, that was, like I said, I do not, I'm, I'm not mincing any words. Like, that was the single most awesome thing I've ever seen in person. How many drinks in were you? Three, which okay. is just the right amount. There you go. I, That's prime Shelly. There you oh, go. Oh, Jesus, Steve. You had to go there. Shelly. No. I, for, I forget about that nickname, and then whenever anyone brings it up, oh, man, that was a hell of a day in Bristol. Oh, my God. No, three what? drinks, though. It's perfect for a situation like that, especially for me, because you're not drunk, but mm-hmm. you're certainly feeling a little braver. Yeah, you're courageous. You're courageous. And you, but you're not slurring your words yet. Like, you're still all there. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know what's up. <laughs> uh, but no, I'll never forget, Steve, the look of fear in your eye when you grabbed my arm and you said, Michelle, I don't know what to tell you. Don't turn around. I think Stan Kroenke is here. And as I see him, I just crumple up my red solo cup i grunk spike it on the ground and i said i'll be right back great spot by you sir rudy by the way yeah to, i mean listen I, you can't yeah you, you can't miss that face to be honest with you i think i noticed because it was he and sneed together and i don't think jared goff was around but i, I don't know why because he just caught my eye and i was like oh, oh my god well and he was so forget. close to us yeah they were at the table right behind us bottle service and it was jared goff kevin demoff les sneed his right hand guy tony sean mcveigh and Stan Kroenke. And the only reason you could spot Stan Kroenke is because he was the oldest person in there by like 62 years. That is true. That is true. Yeah, he was the Blake only- Blake Bortles is at that party too, by the way. What's Bortle up? Bortles service. Yeah. Shout out Blake Bortles. Okay, uh, one more thing before we move on to the cool No One Cares Power Rankings 3.0. Steve, uh, Tom, during his time here in St. Louis, has been trying to- I mean, he's been here a short, a short while, but he's already kind of dipped his toe into the dating world here. Oh my. Okay. Oh yeah. So, I know you have a type, too. So, <laughs> Well, okay. We don't need to talk about the type, but let's say I haven't found that type yet in ten, on Tinder in St. Okay. Louis. So but, you're you just know, swiping. I, yeah, I'm just, you know, I, Michelle knows how I roll on those dating apps. I swipe right on everything. I cast a wide net and just see what oh, I catch. That's, just a, that's a bad move. No, it's, a bad it's not. Strategy. No, it's not. You get, then you get your pick of the litter. It's awesome. Trust me. Yeah, but you, Sorry, okay, you, but, you're married. Yeah, but that's the thing. So I listen didn't to use him. No, before come I was on. married. Oh, you're married. You've been out of the game. So I'm just, I get married. I can't talk <laughs> yeah. about this anymore because I've never experienced <laughs> Tinder in my life. Oh, all right. First so, off, Tom, when you when you when you do that and you cast a wide net, the whole, you're going to you're going to you know whittle that down a little bit as you know as they come in as the yeses come in. So why don't you just do that ahead of time? Like if you're not interested in the girl, just swipe left. Like it's not that big of a deal. The you don't have to do it afterwards. It's just you just want to feel good about yourself and see how many people actually <laughs> swipe right on you. Oh yeah, yeah. it's definitely an ego play. It's for totally sure. a self-serving. Thing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and then you're but making these girls feel time. badly about themselves because you connect with them, and oh, then right. they're like, "Oh, why didn't he message That's a good me?" Point. That actually, I didn't, now you're making me feel bad. About yeah, it. think about these poor girls out there thinking, "Oh my it's god!" It's just easier to press the one button. Boom, 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 boom. Right, 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 right. right. Maybe do some um, conscious swiping. <laughs> Maybe do some intentional swiping. Okay. But the whole fun of it is is yes or no, like your favorite game. Like it's that's what it is. Like I don't know. Like, I play I the yes or no game once I know who you only is play a yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, d- isn't that how Bumble works? The girls get to decide who they message. It's basically I'm creating my own Bumble. Yeah, but you both still have to swipe right on each other. True. And then she could talk first. See, I know what I'm talking about, Tom. Like, don't just throw this thing out. Oh, you're married and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, don't dismiss him. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, let, let me get to this story because I, I, I do want to move on to the power rankings here. Um, so I match with this girl. And again, you know, I'm new in the city. I don't know anybody other than Michelle and, like, Bernie. Uh, so, <laughs> have you hung out with Michelle's friends yet? 
No. Not yet. I was going to uh, one of the nights of the weekends, but it was snowing, so Michelle didn't want to leave her house. Yeah, Steve, you know how I am about winter. Yeah, Yeah, I saw your miserable uh, Instagram story. Yeah, I was not pleased. No, I was supposed to go out for drinks, and I was going to bring Tom and introduce him into the squad, and then it dipped into the 20s and started snowing, and I said, you know what tonight is? A barefoot Contessa salad and a Dateline night. You know what, though? (laughs) That was the day that I got my furniture delivered, so I enjoyed a nice night on my couch. My Love new it. couch. Okay, so get to the story. <laughs> Sorry. So, yeah, I don't know anybody, so I'm like, you know what? I'll get in the dating app, you know, see what's out there for me. And I match with a girl, and we're talking, blah, blah, blah. And she brings up St. Louis-style pizza. And yeah, I, I give my two cents. I say, nah, I don't like it. It's bad. You know, I'm out on that. Does she know where you're from? Yes. At that okay. point, we had already been talking. You know, you know the, we're deep into the conversation at this point. Okay. She comes back at me with a, all right, we're done. And I wow. said, what? Ha ha? You know, the ha ha, nervous ha ha at the end? Done. Stop talking to me. She just hasn't messaged you back. Has not messaged me back. And wow. we were like, I'm telling you, it was that Friday night that, uh, you know, I was in. We we're like two hours into a Tinder conversation. Like, I'm ready to move this to text. About Whoa. to, yeah, about wow. to yeah, give the yeah. real number out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe meet in person. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. And your government name. Wow. Okay. So. I have to tell you, I warned you, Tom. You did. And I, I warned just... you. St. Louis is so weird about this pizza thing. I never listened to you. I don't agree with it, but I did I did warn you that it's a touchy subject. <laughs> I know. That's I messed, weird. I Tom, up. if somebody was, like, if you were swiping left and right in Boston, someone's like, hey, I don't like corned beef, like, you wouldn't just stop <laughs> talking to them. <laughs> I don't know. He what might a, see. That just a, seems like an aggressive mood to be yeah. like, you don't like St. Louis style pizza, I'm out. Because right. we take it as a personal indictment on the city. Even though I don't really love St. Louis-style pizza, if someone was to come at me being like, it's gross, I'd be like, you're gross. <laughs> you know what I mean? Even though I even though I agree with them. It's just it's a weird mental block St. Louisans have about this pizza I thing. just thought we were so deep into the conversation that I could be myself. You know, you know how much time has gone by since you've last talked? Uh, that was Friday night, and it's you what, should just, Wednesday? You should, just, you should message her now and be like, hey, but I do love a good fried wrap. Mm, it's a toasted wrap, and then that'll bring the whole thing and, full circle. And I do. Uh, don't I, I was <laughs> yeah, at this doesn't? place at eighteen sixties uh, in Soulard. What's up? Shout out uh, for the Pats game on Sunday. I had delicious toasted wraps for six dollars. Great, great deal for a Sunday. Just make sure that you don't say fried wrap. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> toasted wrap. I'm see. I'm not from St. Louis, so I know, I know. but they are fried, aren't they? Uh, yeah. You know, breaded and toasted, but whatever. Yeah, uh, no big deal. But uh, but that would be strike two. That's what I'm telling you. It would be so we, people here are weird about that. I think in a text, I would never say fried rav because I I you know visually be like it's toasted rav, but whatever. That I didn't need to share that. All right, well, Tom. Hopefully, we get you a boo for the holiday season. Okay, cuffing season's around the corner, so hopefully, we get you locked down with somebody before then. Sure. Um, but as the holidays roll on, there are a lot of things that you know, bother you. So we are going to do the cool No One Cares Power Rankings 3.0 special holiday edition. So who wants to go first? Should I go first? Yeah, you go first. All right. Let's go three, two, one. We'll save our our most annoying things for last. So for me, number three on my cool No One Cares 3.0 holiday edition power rankings is White Elephant. 
as Christmas rolls around, you have a lot of get-togethers with different people. You have secret Santas. You have just the straight-up one-on-one gift exchange. I can't stand a white elephant, okay? It's one of those games where you say, hey, there's a $15 limit. Buy something funny or kitschy. And then you wrap it and you pull a number and then you open it and you don't know what you're going to get. And someone can steal it from you or you can, you know, lay down the law and take it. In the middle of the game, it's kind of fun because you don't know what's going to be open. But at the end of the game, we're all losers because we're all stuck with all this crap that we don't want. And that's going to sit in a closet and that you're going to eventually give to Goodwill. It's a waste of money. Why don't we just all pull together? that capital and we'll go out for drinks or instead of a white elephant why don't we all just buy wine and we'll pass it around that's the bottle wow nice. you know it what i'm like saying you have a problem you I mean, i'm just saying like, give drinks. me give me something that i want to do give me an experience give me a bottle of wine i mean shoot i would even take let's do a sock exchange that's better than <laughs> you know me getting a chia pet with someone's face on it that i don't want okay so here so do you do this with your friends i would imagine Right. Yeah, or co- co-worker sometimes. No, our family does straight-up Secret Santa. Okay, so I, so I used to sort of do something like this with my friends. It was more of a Secret Santa type deal. And yes, you're 100% right that it is a waste of time. That stuff goes in a closet and you never see it again. But the initial excitement for how stupid the gift is is sometimes the entire experience, right? Like me and my buddies used to do this, and we would just it would be the races. Whoever, who could buy the dumbest thing for $10? Like I remember literally my friend Shane bought a T-shirt with his face on it. And that's funny. And I've never worn that T-shirt, but mm-hmm. it was funny at the time. So I think that's the whole point of the of especially if you're doing it with the friends that is like, yeah, you're never going to use this stuff. But it's just like, uh, you know, we're just goofing around. But if you're going to do the dumbest thing for ten dollars, I would just sit in the circle and light the ten dollars on fire because that's what you're doing. <laughs> See, that would be funny. That's though. not that's that the whole, fun. But that, well, that, would, that be... would be funny. And that's a part of the experience. Right. Like the whole experience is I'm going to buy you this thing and it's funny and we're all going to laugh about it. And it's only ten bucks. So. You know, you're just you're paying ten bucks to just have a good time with with your buddies you know, or or your family or you know your coworkers. It's but also the white elephant can bring out a sneaky, awful side of people because if there's one gift that trumps the rest, someone's going to constantly be trying to poach it. And then if it lands on someone that you're like, oh yeah, that person should get it, and someone swoops in and they take it, you're like, wow, you suck. <laughs> you really going to take that from Betsy? <laughs> You know, you know, Betsy loves music and wants the iTunes gift card. You're really going <laughs> to trade it out for the Chia Pet? Mm. You know what I mean? I just think for crap that people don't want, it just sometimes causes a lot of tension. That's all I'm saying. Hmm. Sounds like you just need to switch to a straight Secret Santa. Yeah, Secret Santa is is better because then you can tailor your gift to a person. Yeah, like I would pick Michelle, and then I okay, I know funny. It's like what we did on with on the Rusil, on Rusil and Canal, or what the I forget that Rusil and Canal or Rusilla show. When it was I bought Rusil and Brian, Canal. And I bought Ryan the Alex Smith jersey. I know he doesn't want that jersey, but it's funny. Right. I got Danny uh, an SEC sweatshirt. Oh, yeah, exactly. Go. Yeah, but then and I You got obviously... a gift card, not a real <laughs> gift card, a piece of paper that said gift card on it. You know what? It was the thought that counts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's my third. Steve, what do you have? Uh, all right. My third is, um, we all know this guy. In fact, we do a, we do a podcast with this guy. It's the guy who wears um, the Santa hat just like around the office like during the holiday season. And that guy thinks he's fun, but he's actually just kind of <laughs> annoying. Um, I don't want to okay. see it. Like, you know what I mean? And Tom, like, I'm not trying to take shots at you here because you are 100% this guy. Man, I and I think I would laugh at you if you did it, but it does annoy me. Okay. You know what? That's fair. Uh, and the reason why I would wear the hat is because I want to bring up everyone's spirits, you know? I'm it it the doesn't, guy that's... though. It doesn't. It doesn't bring anyone's spirits up. It, it <laughs> makes you, know you look what? like a clown. But then, okay, sure, but but then everyone can rally against the clown and be like, ah, you see Tom, what, what an idiot, right? Oh, so now like, you're like a martyr. This yeah, is exactly. I, I, I am willing to be the guy 
that will be the punching bag for everyone else to either laugh at or for everyone to rally against and be like, Tom's so lame. Like You're the oh hero that we need, but not the one we deserve. Exactly. Like I'm willing to be that guy. Um, I also, though, I get that you would come in with the hat on to try and be jolly, but if something bad happens on the show or I blow up my tire <laughs> driving home, I'm not going to be like, you know what? Tom wore a Santa hat today, so I'm feeling good about myself. <laughs> Maybe good. that would work for some people. And Saruti, I, I would bring you back to, uh, I believe it was December 23rd of 2016. <laughs> Michelle was home. I filled in for you. You slid in for Michelle, and I wore a full Santa costume to work on right. Mike and Mike and Rosillo and Canel that day. Correct. Everyone was in a great mood. Yeah, that, you, that's about your attention. It was, yeah, it had nothing to do with anyone being happy. It was just you, you got know? the attention. Because I know you. And that's what that is. It's like, oh, look at me. I'm wearing a Santa hat. Oh, God. Yeah, unless jolly, you're, jolly, jolly. Unless you're carrying a satchel full of gifts with that costume, no one else cares. That's strictly for you. No, exactly. satchel full of audio cuts. I was, <laughs> I was on my game that day. Whoa. Yeah. Show notes. What's up? All right, Tom, what is your number three on the cool No One Cares Power Rankings Holiday Edition? So this might surprise some people because, you know, I I like to go out and have a good time, but I'm going with New Year's Eve. Whoa. Just in general, New Year's Eve to me is so overrated. It's, It's essentially a day where every single bar has a license to say, okay, normally our cover was $10 to $20, sometimes $5 to get into our establishment, but today we're going to charge you $70. And with that $70, we'll give you one glass of champagne. And that's it. You know, cool. All right. So I'm I'm going to pay $70 to come to the same bar that I was at the night before <laughs> where I either paid no cover or paid like 5 bucks to get in. And I have to dress nice to this random stupid bar? No. That's dumb. So that's one part of it. And then you have all these parties that you go to. And then, you know, there's when you're the single guy at the party and there's all these couples, then there's the pressure. All right, well, now I got to find the midnight kiss. Mm -hmm. Sure, sure. And then there's that pressure there that shouldn't have to be there, that societal pressure. I I have been peer pressured into a midnight kiss with a person that I didn't want to kiss at midnight. But there was like four single people at the party and, you know, we were kind of drunk and it just kind of happened. I don't I don't tell you. You should have just said no, Tom. No means no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not sure. Yeah, that seems like a you problem. Yeah. I mean, you're 100% maybe, maybe right. that's a deep dive pod on yeah. its own. But, uh, yeah, New Year's Eve is terrible. It's stupid. And then, you know, New Year's Day I like because everyone's just hung over. You watch football all day. But New Year's Eve, overrated. Mm. So I actually sneaky love New Year's. You know, what's not to like? There's a countdown. There's a clean slate. Lists you can make of things uh, you Michelle, want to improve uh, about yourself. Michelle would be all about like Sequins, New Year's resolutions. champagne. See, I love New Year's resolutions. Oh, my gosh. New I, Year's they're, Eve they're is not real. <laughs> one of the most underrated holidays out there. It's an excuse in the freezing cold to go out with your friends. I mean, honestly, what's not to like about New Year's other than you're right? The inflated prices at places is a little much. But honestly... New Year's Eve is a way better holiday than some of these other holidays that we go for. Well, I I will say this, Tom. You are right, and I'll back you on this. It's it's usually a letdown, which is the I think why it gets such a bad rap because everyone's like, we're gonna have a great New Year's. Everyone's gonna get like you know, everyone's gonna go wild, and then I'm gonna make out with somebody at midnight, and then most of those things don't end up happening, mm. or you end up making out with the wrong person, as in Tom's case. <laughs> now, I, I when it's right. I'm with you, Michelle. It's a it's an awesome holiday, and when you have stuff planned, and when you don't have to worry about anything, or if the bar is awesome, or if the party you're at's awesome is great, then like it's one of the best holidays there is, if not the best. 
But no. when it's bad, it's a massive letdown. If not and the best. Kind of ruined. And then it's just a bad way to send yourself into the new year. I just yeah. think, you know, it's like, oh, cool. That was, you were supposed to have fun last night. It was really boring. I spent a ton of money and I didn't have any fun. You know, I love New Year's Eve so much that I'm already thinking about my resolutions. See, that's that's where I, I'm not a big resolution guy. I love resolutions. Shocker. I don't follow through with them, but it's it's the, the thought point. of making myself better that I like. But it's not real. Like you don't actually make yourself better. You just think about it. Things I want to do better and don't do. That. Oh my god, I have a running list that's like 300 things long. Of, 300. Well, it's not really, but okay. it's a really long list say. of self improvement things that I want to work in. Like yesterday, I wrote down on the list: work more collagen into my diet. That listen, I don't even know how you do that. It's good for your skin. There's collagen powder. You work it in your smoothies and your coffee. All sorts of okay. health benefits. Collagen. You know what else you could do that? You could do that right now. You don't have to wait till the new year. <laughs> You're right, but I it's need crazy. a reason to kind of project me and to say, you know what? Today's one one. We've new turned the me. we've turned the page. This is 2019, the year of collagen. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm a the year big, of great skin. One thing that uh, you brought up here, like Saruti, where you're like, why don't you just do that today? This is an aside, not holiday related, but my grandma always does this funny thing where, you know, she'll be like, oh, yeah, I- I'm going to stop my diet soon. But then she'll come up with a random excuse like, oh, I can't do my diet today. It's Veterans Day. So, you know, <laughs> I, I got to wait till next Monday to stat my diet. So the New Year's resolution thing, it gives people like my grandma an excuse like, oh, you know, yeah, ah, it's Flag Day. I can't do it today. You know, that would that wouldn't be smart. Yeah, because <laughs> right? who wants to exactly. diet on Flag Day? Honestly. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so moving it along to tier number two, uh, my number two on the cool no one cares power rankings holiday edition I was going to do Thanksgiving as a whole, but since Tom just really eviscerated New Year's Eve as a whole, I'm going to hone it down to the Thanksgiving Day food menu. Turkey as the foundational piece, really? No one cares. All the work that goes into the turkey on that day is so annoying. You have to get up super early. You have to go buy it in advance. You're worried about the poundage. Is it going to feed enough people? Then you have to stuff it. You have to baste it. You have to constantly be checking it and squirting the stuff on it all of the time. And then it comes out and you're like, wow, all of this effort into the turkey and the thing's barely palatable. You're like, How, let, okay, we have to work in some stuffing, some mashed potatoes, all, other than stuffing. Every Thanksgiving side is really basic and the flavor way. Uh, You're not going to the right Thanksgiving. Yeah, green bean casserole. I mean, green bean casserole. Delish. Pass. Hard pass. Sweet potatoes are good. Stuffing is good. But I'm just saying. Yeah, Brussels sprouts. Are we mac and cheese? Like, where? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'll I'll give you the turkey thing because, like, I like turkey, but I get it. It's kind of overrated. It's pretty bland. But everything else that it's, that's on Thanksgiving, and then the, we didn't even get to the desserts. Like, everything that you eat on Thanksgiving is amazing. It's actually not. It's actually a tier three holiday menu. When you move it forward to Christmas. What's, what's tier one? Oh my gosh! Menu. When you move it forward to Christmas, you're working with so many different things because no, you're incorporating no, because you're incorporating than- cultural things in there too. Like you can put your personal spin on it. So, like, I'm Italian. We do yes. seafood then on Christmas yes. Eve. You do There's a pet. Campy, what's up? Yeah, we do two tamari. What's up? You do you know something tailored to your preferences, what you like. Then on Christmas Day, we also work in a lasagna. We mm-hmm. also have a ham. You yeah, can I don't really like ham. ham's ham's terrible. Uh, what? All right. terrible. Well, Turkey's better than ham. Whoa, that's wrong. Better. Okay, better I, I, I got to no, take no. Smallman's side of the ham is way better ham, than turkey. Way better turkey's than turkey. dry as hell. Like if, if you cook it right. The, true, the deep fried turkey. I, I assume you've had it. My We've dad has had. one. Oh it's my amazing. god, those are so good. See that? That's a game changer. Yeah, if, I, if I ate a lot of turkey, I'd get sick of it on Thanksgiving, but I don't. So it's like, all right, it's fine because I'll just use it as a vessel to eat more stuffing. Mm. 
Well, then just eat the stuffing. But I'm saying sometimes I, I do that too. I don't like that the menu is so restrictive. You know, yeah. you you basically have to follow the same protocol every year. There's really no room for interpretation. So if you're not super down with a bland turkey or gravy like me, you're like, cool. I'm gonna eat some Brussels sprouts and some stuffing, and I'm gonna eat it to the max. Because if you're not super full on Thanksgiving, why are you even there? But then afterwards, you can make a sandwich. Yes, with the that's where I was gonna go. About that. I don't like, do is... leftovers, so it's a really Ooh. terrible holiday for me. Did you miss that conversation, Sarudi, where Smallman talked about how she hates leftovers, or do you know about that? Yeah. Um, he knows. So He's my aware. now wife, Maddie, doesn't <laughs> didn't, didn't like leftovers either until she met me. Oh. Now, I'm, I'm a big leftovers guy. I'm obsessed with them. Same. Then, I get to eat this awesome meal again, and I don't have to cook like another day. That's amazing. Why would I not want that? Yeah. Throw it in the microwave. Other than pasta. Sometimes pasta's tough. Oh, my God. Pasta the next day. Disgusting. <laughs> I can't even Sometimes pizza's it. better leftover. Mm. Uh, that's an never, argument I made to her. Never had it. Depends it. on the type of pizza. But the Thanksgiving sandwiches are my favorite part of Thanksgiving. You have your meal, and then however many hours later, I don't want to say for me because it's embarrassing how soon after the meal I'll want one. <laughs> uh, you get a sandwich. You throw the turkey on it. You throw as much stuff as you can on it. And then maybe you put a little piece of cheese on top of that. Heat it up a little bit. Get it on a nice roll. Mm, take down about five of those over the next two days. Delicious. Thanksgiving menu to wrap it up. Cool. No one cares about your turkey. Pass. Mm. <laughs> two to one, you lost on that. So. Cool. Who doesn't? Cool. No one cares. All right, so Rudy, what do you got? All right, my second one uh, are Christmas cards. Um, what? I understand the point of Christmas cards like two decades ago, but after like Facebook and Instagram have been around for decades now, like, what is the point? Like, just take a picture. Like, you're wasting what you're wasting everyone's time, paper, resources. Like, if you want to take a family photo, that's fine. Put it on Facebook and Instagram. Then I don't have to get a card and see all this stuff and waste everybody's time. Like, I, I just don't understand, like, why this tradition has kept going. And, like, my mom's one of those people that puts, like, all the, you know, the pictures in the house. And it's like, oh, blah, look how many friends I have. Oh, my God, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and, like, I don't know. I just think it's kind of weird. Like, I just, I don't understand why we keep doing this. Like, we, we, why, why do we, why once a year do we have to take a, a nice picture and then send it to everybody? Like, it's just sort of strange. And I, I don't know. I, I, I've always been sort of weirdly turned off by Christmas cards or holiday cards in general. Um, I think. I have a reason for you and then an additional gripe. The reason is because people really enjoy getting snail mail. No one really gets snail mail anymore. So to oh, all... I hate it. I don't even read my mail. Oh, Steve, you would be anti-mail. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I will jump on the bandwagon for this. So I am a holiday card lover. I have a big red ribbon that I hang and I put all the cards on it and I can just walk by it and be like, wow, I'm really proud of all my friends' life decision. But this is what is annoying. And you guys are going to hate this too. The person that with the card sends the printed essay of all of the updates on their family. Mm, those oh, are the worst. Yeah, like, yes. Matt yep. Madison got an A in spelling this year. <laughs> and then our family took a beautiful trip to Turks and Caicos. It's oh, just a God. way to brag about totally. how much money you have or how smart your kid is. And honestly, I don't care about Madison's spelling skills. No one yeah. cares. It's essentially like snail mail real copy of what is on Instagram once a year. Right. That's what it is. Definitely. No, I, I, I don't completely like agree with the essay thing. That's terrible. Uh, but I, I like the cards with the with the pictures of the family on it. It was just it's kind of like a nice check in. When I was growing up, at least when social media wasn't around, every year my mom would pick like a, a window in in one of our rooms and she'd put them all up, and it was just kind of nice. It's like it's a part of the holiday tradition. I don't know. I like it, and you know, it's it's funny to see my mom will pick a picture of the three of us, and you know, she'll she'll throw it out there once a year and. Yeah, it's 
it's nice. Like, why can't we just have nice things sometimes, Rudy? Like, yeah. sometimes it's just nice. And Steve, no, I don't like it. I think <laughs> I think it's also an excuse for people to get their families together, looking nice and taking a photo because you do like that demarcation of time. As you and Maddie continue yep. to grow in your relationship and have kids, one day your kid's going to be off at college and you're going to look through the Christmas cards and say, okay. oh, my God, look at Stevie Jr. when he was three that, and his bow tie. That's what Facebook and Instagram and every other social media are for. Like, I, I would say you're right. Yeah, it's nice to get everyone together. And that was like maybe when we were growing up because that, was, that predated most social media platforms. But nowadays, like my mom, I'm sure most of your, your moms as well, we take like 700 pictures, nice pictures whenever we are together, which is like probably dozens of times a year. So it's not even special anymore. Like This is just a nuisance. Not me anymore. I moved to the middle of the country well, with true. my family anymore. Are they going to just true. Photoshop you in this year? <laughs> now, I'm, actually, I'm going to be in all of the Smallman family pictures. Yeah, no. Tom's going to Thanksgiving. That's awesome. I know. We'll have stories, Pop I'm smalls. sure. I know. Um, but no, I get what you're saying about having all of the photos now of the family, but this is a professionally done photo usually where someone is behind the screen that isn't my mom who doesn't know how to tap the screen and it isn't blurry. <laughs> you know, I just think it's an excuse to have a nice family photo. Mm. I will Ask. say one one quick thing and then we'll move on. Uh, it's a funny story. My mom, every year, she'll pick just one random picture. She'll put it on the card. There was one year where she thought we didn't take a single good picture the entire year. So she just put up a picture of the house. And it wasn't even decorated. <laughs> you know what? I respect that It wasn't that. decorated either. It was just a random picture of the house. It was like and middle that, of July. And, so and, and we were all in college. We didn't like, we weren't like home to like, she didn't run this decision by any of us, any of us. And we got home for winter break. And I was like, mom, what is this? And she's like, oh, that's the Christmas cat. And it was just a picture of the house. And she's like, I panicked. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> so there is definitely pressure on the moms of America to, like, come up with that picture. Yeah, so much so that pressure. they just panic and put a blank house on the card sometimes. So shout out yeah, to Michelle Carroll for trying her best. Yeah, moms have enough on their plate. Yeah, that's true. The dad that's should mom. pick up the slack. Oh, yeah. It's time for me to do my next power ranking. Uh, Black Friday. Black Friday deals mm. going out to stores at midnight on Thanksgiving, which I guess is technically Friday. Not doing that. If I'm if I'm all in on Thanksgiving, I'm drinking, I'm having a good time, I'm watching football, I'm in a food coma. It that that's where I am. I'm not getting out of my house to go stand at a line in Best Buy where there might be a stabbing or or, or a shooting. I mean, things happen on Black Friday yeah, that are unsavory. You know, Amazon exists, and they are in the Black Friday game. They have deals. There's deals all over the online game. Also Cyber Monday. There you go, Cyber Monday. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm hard passing on Black Friday. Um, just not for me. And I've also just never had any money to go buy stuff anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so cool, maybe cool, that's cool. probably why I hate Black Friday too. But yeah, it's just not for me. Yeah, even more of a pass for me is the person that then has to tell you about their Black mm. Friday experience. When you say, hey, in the hallways of work, how was your Thanksgiving? Oh, I got up at 3 a.m. You won't believe what I scored at Target. I got this video game and I saved $73.22. <laughs> I don't. Cool. Thank you for Video all of that information. Game. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I don't do Black Friday. Video games are like sixty bucks. Michelle. I mean, geez, I don't know. I don't you know. You saved these... seventy dollars on a video game. You got ten dollars about... for for getting a video game. I don't know. About that, I mean, consoles. honestly, I if that happened, games. I might wake up. But yeah. 
<laughs> right? But yeah, you know what I'm saying. For for them to then have to tell you about it, it's just like your diet. It's just like your fantasy football team. Leave it alone. That's your own personal story. Yeah, I had a buddy who I think, I don't know, I think it was Black, Black Friday, like back when the Xbox 360 was coming out and... I think he was just waiting out line at a Best Buy, and like they just robbed everybody, and some guy took them all. <laughs> that's a serious? true story. Yeah, that's a true story. <laughs> See, things like this happen. Like on the news every year, you're like another another Black Friday tragedy happens in <laughs> South Attleboro, Massachusetts. Like this happens. I also don't understand like how you have Black Friday with Cyber Monday now. Like, why would anyone leave? Like, you exactly. could just do it on Monday. And it's cold outside. Yeah, and you should and that. you should be drunk and full and watching football. Mm-hmm. That's Thanksgiving. That's it. I think my birthday's on Black Friday this year. <laughs> Why? Would, I'm really? surprised you don't know that. You don't what know day, if your day uh, is the day after Thanksgiving. Is your birthday next Friday, yeah. Steve? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not a big birthday guy. Yeah, clearly. Um, <laughs> uh, number number one on mine. Is Actually, birthdays. I'm going to be 30, which is a bit of a bummer. Oh, you should, I know. You should know uh, that, man. That's probably why I forgot about it. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that's right. Wait, yeah. Wait, you <laughs> don't know that your birthday is next Friday? <laughs> it's on Black Friday. And it's your 30th. Wow. It is. Actually I respect that. Wow. Yeah, I don't care about my birthday. I really don't. Yeah, clearly. Maddie uh, cares more about my birthday than I do. Well, that makes sense. Sounds like you're going to have a Black Friday in a different sense. Am I right? Pounding hey some drinks, getting wasted on your birthday? Blackout Friday. Black, exactly. Yeah. What's up? Wow. Well, happy early birthday, Steve. Thanks. Yeah. yeah you know geez. what? That's pretty funny that I almost forgot about that. <laughs> okay. So for the next. So I'm a huge Black Friday. Yeah, fan. huge, huge Black <laughs> next Friday, guys. Next Friday. Friday. Loves it. Okay, so we've saved the best for last. And for me, number one on my cool No One Cares Power Rankings Holiday Edition is whipped cream. Whenever you go to the – just listen, hear me out. Whenever you go to Thanksgiving or you have Thanksgiving at your house, everyone's just kind of getting through the meal to get to the desserts. And the centerpiece of those desserts is the pumpkin pie, okay? And with that pumpkin pie comes a whipped topping. And you're either firmly on team whipped cream – or you're firmly in the corner of Cool Whip. <laughs> and from where I sit, it's not even a debate. Give me a dollop of the Cool Whip. If I go to a Thanksgiving celebration and there's whipped cream there, I'm passing. I'm not even going to eat the pumpkin pie because the whipped cream on it is so gross. You're going to talk about cream coming out of a, an aerosol can that you have to shake up and squirt? I'm not into it. I'm not into it. I don't care about the people that love whipped cream. If you're going to have whipped cream at your Thanksgiving, I'm not coming. I wish you could just see her face right now, Serena. She's like very legitimately against whipped cream. It's definitely one of those cream. weird food things that you have. I'm like not this saying falls it doesn't under your taste... weird food category. Maybe. It's not that it doesn't taste okay, but the consistency of Cool Whip far, far, cool far whip. exceeds <laughs> whipped cream. Uh, it's like... Thick, though. Yeah, uh, I disagree completely. Cool. Yeah, I like it's the light airiness of, yeah. And it tastes a little bit weird. It's like, chunky. it's a little off. It's so chunky. Yeah, it's, good. it's got like the well, gelatin-y like type of, you know what I mean? It's like clumpy maybe is the better word. I don't know. Cuby. I don't know. It's just Q-B? weird. It's just, what are you when, eating? When no, you scoop the, whip, like, with the Cool Whip out, it comes out weird on the spoon. I, that's I, the whole point. You can give a little dollop, no. you know, just the wrist action in there. No, hate it, actually. I actually hate Cool Whip now that I'm thinking like about cool it. I feel like Cool Whip has, as far you know, from a flavor palette standpoint, and it, it has more of a balance of sweet and savory. You know, it's just, it's just enough. It just complements the pie <laughs> enough. Whereas I feel like whipped cream is just a little too sweet when you, when you squirt it out of the can. It could get runny. I mean, it's just. Oh, that's kind of. It's gross. a gamble. It's a gamble that I'm not willing to take. 
Yeah, I don't. I mean, I'm not a big pumpkin pie fan. In fact, I hate pumpkin pie. <laughs> okay. But uh, whenever I do, I'm not a big pumpkin anything, which is odd because I am like the most basic fall dude ever. I love fall, totally. but I don't like anything pumpkin. Anyway, side note. What, but when I have any dessert, ice cream, other kinds of pies, whatever you whatever you want to call it, like I would never use Cool Whip. I, that's, I, I think I've only had Cool Whip maybe like once or twice in my life, and both times I was like, this is disgusting because it was the only option. <laughs> it's gross. And it, I, it made me actually not want to eat the dessert. Whipped cream's great, too. Like, again, I'm not a big sweets guy, as we've talked about many times, but I like whipped cream. Why do you uh, just keep like spinning straight out that, of the can? that as if Steve and I don't know the truth? <laughs> you keep saying it all the time. Yeah, not like, a big sweets guy. Not a big sweets Never guy. Happened. And every time we have to be like, we know the truth. Uh, you don't. But whipped cream, I, I, Surdy, you like whipped cream, right? I, 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 think it. it's, I think it's good. It's good on a Sunday. Love it. Delicious. I'm talking holiday specific. You're not really having Sundays there. <laughs> but you, it seems like you hate whipped cream in general. I don't hate it. Just given the option between Cool Whip and whipped cream, I'm going Cool Whip every time. It's like, hey, do you want to drive a Maserati or a Ford Focus? Like, okay, that's I'm going to take the that's Maserati. That's an absurd, absurd comparison. That's really yeah, not. You just call no. Cool Whip a Maserati. Of, of whip toppings, it is. <laughs> if anything, Cool Whip is like a Maza Miata, like if we're being honest. <laughs> All right, so Tom, just know this. When you come to the Smallman family Thanksgiving, B-Y-O-W-C, ah, bring your own whipped cream. I I will, actually. All right. <laughs> I, think, I think I'm going to. Is that to right? Go. B-Y-O-W-C, yeah. Yep. That's, right. good, that's good content for the pod as well. There you go. All right, so uh, I'll give mine. Wait, so you're just going to skip over Steve? Wow. Well, I figured, I guess he can go next. No, <laughs> We're both going to go at some we've, point. We've been kind of following, you know, this specific flow. No, this is the classic Tom move right there. I'm going to forget about This is the classic Santa hat wearing Tom over here. Oh, it's always about me. Oh, no, my okay. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, you should be. It was just flow of the conversation. I figured it sounded better. Just trying to produce on the fly here, guys. See what I'm wow. dealing with, Steve? Failure. All right, I'm going to go. Uh, my last one are uh, those, like, projector house light things. You guys know what I'm talking about? I don't even know oh. if there's an official title for what they yeah. are. But, like, the people that put those up, like, it's seriously a cool no one cares. And, in fact, it's, like, a cool, like, you didn't try hard enough. Because they're, they, if you're, I don't have any issue with decorating your house. In fact, I like the way it looks, especially with, like, the icicle lights and whatever. You get up on the, you got to get up on a ladder, you know, it's some hard work. You got to put them in the gutters and do your thing. Put some garland up, maybe some wreaths. Garland. I get it. I love all that. Now they have these things, too, that are cool. They're, like, nets that you basically just put over plants. And they just, like, look like a nice Christmas tree. You don't have to do a ton of work. But you have to put lights up, individual lights. The projector lights, not only do they look stupid because they're like stars moving around or like fake snow and it's always like weird. I don't know. It's always just looks so tacky to me. But like if you're going to decorate your house, you got to go all in and you got to do the real lights. Like the projector lights are just fake to me. And like honestly, like cool. No one cares. Yeah, I'm with you. Projector lights just be better. If you're going to get in the holiday spirit, go 100 percent. Don't half ass it with the projector lights. I'm so with you, Steve. But I feel like you guys would both hate the person that goes way over the top decoration of the house. Because oh, no. I, yes. I, I kind of don't stand those people either. It's it's disruptive to me. I'm not it, trying not, to be Clark Griswold over here. Yeah, I'm just yeah. trying to have a nice, classy lights display to show you my holiday spirit. Exactly. I don't like. I don't also don't like the um the colored lights outside. I just like like the regular yellow ones, classic or what, or white. white, whatever. Yeah, yep. classic like, white. Because is I think when you start mixing in like like the whole rainbow of assortment, it just kind of looks weird. It depends on what your house color is. It's like, but if it's if it's like a good you know nicely done where you do all the lines of your house and some plants out front, like we're not talking anything too crazy. I think that looks really great. Honestly, I would do that if I wasn't lazy. But I, but if you just get a projector. And put it in front of your house, and it just shoots this image onto your onto the front of your house. Like I think that looks stupid. So, Steve, as a homeowner who doesn't want to take the lazy route, are you going to put up Ooh. your own Christmas lights? 
Well, I don't have Christmas lights yet, um, and I didn't do it last year. I would like to do it. I would just have to go out and buy them. But I feel like I feel like it's not going to be a this year thing, to be honest with you. <laughs> I, know what, like, I know what I'm getting you for your birthday. You know what? A Black Great Friday call. deal if on holiday lights. If you get my birthday, I will put out the holiday <laughs> That would be really funny. Okay, we're, gonna, we're literally going to Amazon those to your yeah. house, and we want right. video so evidence of you putting <laughs> no, them No, I have up. no problem. I have no problem doing it. I just don't have the lights. That would be funny. All right, okay. Tom, now it's your turn. Now it's my turn, guys. Am I good? Yeah, you're Can good. Can I go? You're good. Okay. Go ahead. All right, so uh, I think we're all going to be kind of in lockstep on this one. So my cool no one cares is the guy or the family or the group or even the business, corporation, whatever. When they go, you know what? Instead of giving gifts this year, we all decided to band together and go down to the soup kitchen on Christmas morning and help out those less fortunate. Look. It's a really nice thing to do, but you're doing it so you can just say that you did it. You know, like those are the worst mm-hmm. type of people. Like, go do the good deed. Go give money to organizations that need it instead of a gift. That's great. But I hate the people that post about it. I hate the businesses that are doing it just so they can get a, ah, attaboy. Like, that, that's the right thing to do. I, I hate when people are just looking for Instagram applause and. I'm just so out on those people. They're the worst. And they almost, it's like they're taking advantage of holiday spirit to to get, you know, adulation. It's also, those are the same people that will post about, you know, really bad things that happen in the world and, you know, make it kind of about them. And then, you know, oh, good. Like I posted this thing about a bad thing that happened and I got 50 Instagram links. You know, those are the same people. Just they're bad people. They're doing a good thing, but they're bad people. Yeah, like we want to, you applaud the action, but don't, basically just don't brag about it. Yeah, exactly. I'm with you on that. I can't stand it. I don't like when people do that. I don't like when people want, like, yeah, they don't, they want adoration for doing a good deed when in fact, like the good deed itself is all you should really need. Yeah. Correct. Hmm. So I don't agree at all. So Tom, you as the guy that's wearing the Santa suit for instant gratification and attention is saying that you don't like people doing the exact same thing, but actually helping others while they're doing it. It's different. What I'm telling you, when I wear the Santa suit, it's to make everyone in the room happy. It's to bring the mood of the room up. It's not to get, you know, the the people on Instagram to be like, "Wow, that was a good deed that I did on a on a Sunday morning." You know, instead instead of going out for brunch, I went down to uh, the homeless shelter and I handed out jackets to the to the cold people standing outside. It's completely different. I'm wearing a Santa suit to make the guys in the room laugh. Sure. Um, so on Thanksgiving every year, we make. Uh, sweet potato casserole and we bring it down to the soup kitchen and we don't post about it so we we're safe you're in the clear we're in the clear um but i have to say if i was scrolling through my instagram feed instead of seeing like you know five six selfies of people with their cousins if i saw someone posting hey you know what just an extra reminder that you have a family and you have a great meal and you have a warm place to go and not everyone's afforded that option and that you should be really thankful and grateful today because look at what i saw this morning i would be like you know what i agree i would give that a like that's good content to me so i disagree because i think that in situations like this as much as we want to bitch and complain about all of these stupid nuances with families and holidays we we should be very grateful for what we have okay now well now i feel like an (laughs) a-hole the problem though with with your explanation the problem with your explanation though michelle is that like in a vacuum you are right yes that is good but the problem is that person who does that who posts that doesn't just do it once like they do it all the time yep it's like a habit for them 
and like they always want people to tell to tell them how awesome they are and like good things that they're doing blah 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 blah. it's not just an isolated incident and that is my problem is that like they are the stereotypical person who does this all the time right like i said like you know tragedy happens facebook status about the tragedy you know thinking about the victims you know 100 likes how do i connect this to myself exactly it's it's the same exact thing and uh you know michelle i mean you bring up a good point i mean Yes, it's good when people do good deeds. You want to draw a, a little attention to it so people maybe think, oh, maybe I can do a nice thing. So, yeah, you're doing it once a year. That's fine. But I guess I guess I should have been more specific when I said it's the person that does this in addition to all of the stuff they're doing year-round. So should I post that on Thanksgiving so you guys can totally <laughs> rip me? Say, well, no, you, you're, you, you I wouldn't say you yeah, fall under the like, category. She's like, do it so that I can come and be like, oh, nice, cool. Cool, period. <laughs> okay, well, I cool, feel. Cool, no one cares. Cool, no one cares. No, the uh, thing is, we do care, though. That's the thing. We do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. We do care. That came out of nowhere, Steve. That really took like, me I do, off. I don't want anyone to misconstrue this. Tom and I are fully supporting helping people. Yes. And doing all you can and helping the less fortunate during those time of years. But. I have an issue with people who like get high off of like getting likes because of that. And mm-hmm. I think that's that shouldn't be your driving factor. Totally. Just do it out of the goodness of your heart. Amen. Happy holidays, guys. Happy holidays. I know. Um, so we will be together next week. We have a surprise interview on deck that we're gonna tape early in the week and deploy for everyone well, to, you know, as you're as you're getting ready to go to Thanksgiving. Instead of getting in a bad mood and listening to this and thinking of all the annoying things that are about to happen, we have a a good interview in store for you next week. It's going to be our first group interview that we've ever done. So more of a conversation. It'll probably be a disaster. A disaster. Free-flowing conversation. But it's one of those people and one of those guests that we absolutely have to do together. So deep tease. Tune in next week. But until then, Steve, you're the best. Thanks for doing this. Later. Tom time of the pod. We always do this. The call to action. If you haven't done it already, head to Apple Podcasts. Subscribe. To small talk, give it a rating, preferably five stars. Leave a review, preferably a funny one. Uh, like this person, DD Carp Listener. Uh, the subject line says random things, five stars. Review, interesting. Really enjoy the show, especially when the post show pod crew is on. But I find myself overthinking the weirdest things. No, toothpaste goes on the brush, then the water. No, Starbursts are on a no list, no time. And pizza, it's never on a cracker, which I don't even get. Wow. All right. So they're talking pizza on a cracker that's the St. Louis style pizza. Yes. That person's in lockstep with me. Yeah. It sounds like... Like, did I write that? Is this you? <laughs> no. I think I did leave a review, actually, like, really early on in the podcast, and it was something like, I'm really biased, but I love small talk. So we, we never read that, thankfully, but, uh, yeah, no, that's not me. So, but shout out to them. They they clearly get it. Yeah, thank you for that review. You get us. And that's really all we want. <laughs> get me. To have a community of people that, that gets us. I'm scrolling right now because I want to find your review. Oh man, yeah, it's it's way back. I think, I think I got it. Found yeah, it. Nacho Carol, May seventh, twenty eighteen. Small talk <laughs> rules, five stars. Okay, I know I'm super biased, but this podcast rules and the post show pod rules. Yeah, there we go. Good one, Tom. <laughs> Look, I was just trying to build out the you know because the way the metrics work, you get five stars, you get enough ratings, then it starts popping up when people search things. Just trying to help out it. You know, I was in the shadow producing role at the time. So, uh, you know, just trying to do what I could. We always appreciate your efforts. There we go. Thank you so much. Um, So, again, thanks to Saruti. Thanks to Freeze Pops. Thanks to you for listening. And until next week, good night, Boston.